Gary Bryan. This is Gary, isn't it? What's your name? Gary Bryan. your name for the record? Gary Bryan. What were they thinking? All right. So I think uh, we got close to the score here. Somebody, I bet somebody picked the score. I bet somebody did. I hope so. I like this text. It's going to be three to nothing Rams, and their kicker will win it. He thinks it's going to go zero zero till the end of the game. Well, who's yeah, the, right. who's the? Wasn't it the Rams kicker? Who who had the bad kicker this season? Somebody who kept no. That hit? was the Bears. Oh, that's why the, the Bears are not oh. in it. Rams the Bears. Had a good kicker, actually. They did. Yeah, he, the Rams kicker actually went. I'm going to double check right now. Yeah, what did which game did he? He won the can. It was it Kansas City. Uh, no. Well, hang on a minute. No, no, that was Patriot. So the Rams kicker kicked that long field that long goal at the end of the Saints, the Saints game yeah. in yes. overtime. Yeah. That's right. Oh. But he also went on the injured list after that game, and I want to double Uh-oh. check to see if that since been canceled. Oh. Uh-oh. Well, that's not good. Yeah. That, well, no, I, usually that'll happen if he has like a sore ankle or they something. They do that just to throw off weeks. the competition. Yes. Oh, oh okay. he's on the injured list. Oh, there he is. He's, he's, he's suited questionable. up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The people who uh, were saying bets, they have a lot of the numbers I have. They were guessing sevens and ones. And I was like, hmm. Or those, what numbers do you have in a pool? Uh, seven, seven and one. Oh, gosh. I can't. I think it's seven on top and one. Seven Rams and one Patriots. Yeah, I've got two and I've two. I've got nine and seven. Nine and seven, those are good numbers. No, wait. Seven and one are good numbers. Yeah, I have one, I think, Rams. i got seven a grid Patriots. right behind you over there. <laughs> what do you have? Oh, I see. Yeah, the grid's back there. All right. Here's a picture of the grid from you. I can't see a darn thing. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> I highlighted oh. mine and Gary's, so you know where you're at, and Lisa's on it. Yeah, okay, so... Uh, Brandon is uh, nine Rams, six Patriots. That's good numbers. Gary is two two. We knew that. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> <laughs> the worst numbers I could possibly just want to say it again. Uh, Lisa is <laughs> nine Rams, seven Patriots, and I am one Rams, seven Patriots. I'm thinking thirty one twenty seven. That could be. Oh, I think it could my, happen that way. That would be my guess. Yeah, that'd be good for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm not okay. jealous at all. <laughs> so here's the deal with the kicker. I was just looking him up. He yeah. is still listed as injured. No. Uh-oh. As uh, as of yesterday, he had limited uh, use of his. Uh, they got left foot written down here as his injury. So is, what is he a left footed kicker or is he right footed? Uh, no, but you have to run to kick, right? He's you have recovering to run a little bit and then kick. Is he yeah, recovering you... from a foot strain suffered in the NFC Championship game? Still limited because of the injury. So so we're getting a new kicker, is what that means. You don't know. They said uh, McVeigh said he's just being smart ahead of the Super Bowl and expecting him to be fine for Sunday. Okay. He'll be fine. So they're not going to go out there without him. Well, you don't want to overwork him and hurt it more. Yeah. Right. So save him. You got one last game. He did so well on that Saints game. Oh yeah. Well, he's mm-hmm. been good. You know, the whole team's been good. That's why they're in the Super Bowl. I love how people are going. Well, you know, the Rams. They're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. there's a Come reason. Wow. <laughs> well, some people would argue that and say they're in the Super Bowl because there was a bad call, not because they're the best. Well, we could say the same thing about the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. could say the same yeah, thing Shane. about <laughs> every t- all the calls they made. <laughs> yeah, Shane. That's the way it is, Shane. <laughs> so. I like how the federal court threw it out. They're like, nope. <laughs> Oh, you knew that was... <laughs> yeah, like... Dude, what, what? if they dude, took that lawsuit... Just go away. Because that just opens the big door. Uh, the big you'd have door. a lawsuit after every single game <laughs> no, but I do, all year long. I do think they are going to change the rules for next season. So and what will they will change it to? To be allowed to uh, review those calls that to you re- weren't. Here's why that. they won't do that. Because let's say now we're going to go ahead and review every potential passing interference play. It'll make the do game Do you longer. realize that j- every... 
in every play there's passing interference. It's whether the ref decides to call it or not. Because all they have, the Patriots have to do in the same situation is say, let's do the send well, out. Well, hang on a minute. Let's, how could they change it so they could review something that's more blatant? That's not like because what you're saying, Lisa, is well, like if it's a super blatant. Correct. Problem. I'm I'm review. I'm repeating what Michael Strahan and the guys on Fox, you know, that do the uh, right. show. I heard them say they're pretty sure it's going to get changed. But for the how? New season. Because Brandon's right. If you if you say I don't there know was how. pass interference on that play. Yeah, that could go, be every check the tape. Check that could be tape. every passing play. Yeah, it's but got to be on maybe touchdown passes or somewhere where you're on the one yard scored, line. Because all mean? they got to do, yeah. if if you're third and eleven and you're and you're you need a first down to win the game or or. To to save the clock or whatever. All they have to say is, hey, everyone go deep. I'm going to throw a deep pass. They're going to be all over you. Gonna, then we'll I don't think the, so. We'll throw a challenge Here's flag. what I think. we got an automatic first down. Nope, here's what I think. I think if you're on a five-yard line or closer and it's going for a touchdown, not a first well, down, touchdowns are always I, think, I think that that's where this is going to change. But on the, on the, in on the, the Saints, in the Saints game, where were they when he on threw the, the one yard line? No, no they were no, they no. were like it on would the have been forty. A first down. It would have been a first down. It would have been like, a first down. They would have killed the clock. Game would have been over. Right, because it was a long pass, and they were back on the on their on the forty or yeah. something like that. It was they, just enough to kill the clock. And it was they threw it, and it was on the sideline, down by the goal goal line. But he knocked him out. Yeah. Could he have caught the ball? Yeah, all you know, the uh, blah, blah, if the blah, Saints blah. had gotten that call, all that would have happened is the Saints would have kept the ball, would have been first down, kill the clock, game over. Rams wouldn't have a chance to get the ball. Well, back. we'll see because after the Super Bowl, they'll talk about it and they'll make different rules, or they won't. And we'll yeah. see. It's just I, you know, I think that you're both right in a sense that, but they got to do it in a way where they don't review every single right. passing play. Yeah, you well, notice now that keep the game from getting too long. They're mm-hmm. running a lot of the commercials in a box. Yeah, Terry Bradshaw explains it. So yeah, I've heard different variations of it, but then there's people who say, "Well, if you do that, here's what's going to happen." But I think Terry was—he had talked to somebody who said they're doing it. Everyone's throwing the theories out. Well, there's so much outrage over that; they'll do something, right? Something they'll they'll have to look at it, but. To do that, though, my oh boy! I have a question though. Isn't aren't, for the Patriots game? Weren't, weren't some of those calls not supposed to be looked at after once it's called on the field? Isn't it? There's, there's some calls that are question, not reviewable because right. then you'll just this be reviewing calls all day. This call that happened was a not reviewable call, right. and that's why everyone's pissed off. No, but I'm talking even in the Patriots game. They, I feel like they were because. Isn't it said like if you if you're unsure and you have to review it, you stay with whatever call was on the, the field. The call on the field stands yes. unless there's direct uh, evidence to yeah. overturn right, but, it. Right, but I feel like there were certain calls. I guess that. Well, there always is. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, there's always calls in every game. That when you slow the tape just, down to a microsecond, you right. can find offsides every play. You can find a non roughing the pass. I didn't like it when they started you know making reviewable plays in baseball. Yeah, that's, that's that's insanity. Well, baseball's already nine hours. Right. That should never happen. They should right. never be able but to the, do but that. But you notice that they have that now in baseball. It's not yep. good. Yeah. They won't do it on balls and strikes, though. But oh. They'll do no. it on... That's good. But, but, you know, they're talking about having a robot. Yep. Having having a robot call, call the balls, balls and strikes because it never fails. Well, until the robot uh, d- d- malfunctions. Until it fails. Yeah. Until the robot gets paid off by Bill Belichick, and then what go. happens? Because <laughs> he's a he's a crook. I thought they were trying to find ways to make baseball shorter, not longer. 
I thought so too. <laughs> yeah, that's but, not but everything so they well. everything they come up is like you know everything they come well, up with to make it shorter yeah. makes it longer. There are I mean, different really? things that they have done. Like as a as a fan of baseball and w- observing, you can tell that they shorten the mound visits. They shorten how much time between innings. They've shortened what a lot does of those that things. Save, though, like three minutes. Well, I mean, if you're going to a game. It doesn't. You don't notice it if you're watching and That's you don't what know what's going on. Then it's boring. Oh no, like it's boring for people who even know what's going on. They say. I, I love baseball. Yeah, but that's the, I, that's you know the thing. You like it for a five-hour game. You don't mind a four-hour game. I don't mind four or five. The I'm, games are like um, just three, three hours. Three. They're three just like a basketball hours, game. Yeah, but but the thing is, if you if you're into it and you go out there, you go out for a day in the ballpark or whatever. Yes, that, I agree. That, if you're there, but if yeah. you're at home, it's not yeah. so fun sitting well, there always, for four hours. Get up oh, and go do something else and, and yeah. come back. Well, also, they're trying to keep making it shorter for people who aren't yet fans of baseball. I don't think, you know, the people who are already fans are going to watch it no matter what. Yeah. yeah. New fans. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, you can't make baseball like football where it's fast-moving or basketball where yeah. it's fast-moving. It's just never going to be the nature of the game. You go to a football game, and if you're watching a game in person and you're not milling around or talking with people, you're like, why are they stopping? And you realize, oh, they're going to commercial break. This is a mandated commercial break. Yeah, but yeah. somehow As when I've We're gone forced to, football, to sit there and go... Yeah, but somehow when I'm in a football stadium, you don't realize That's what I said. It. If you're milling yeah. around talking with people, you don't notice you don't it. But if you're watching it. the game intently, you're like, why did the play just stop? And you no, realize I don't realize... There are commercials. I don't, do it at I don't realize that at football either at home because that's the time I get up for the commercial to pee. Well, they do or it. Or get something to But eat. they do it in the NBA. Thanks You'll for be- that. I can't get that out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Lisa's peeing during this commercial. Do you, do you go to the bathroom before you pee or you just stand up and pee? No, I just squat right there. Okay, right. It's no, easy. She, she uses that thing. Yeah. Well, Sponge. SpongeBob be uh, in. I say SpongeBob will be in that halftime show. All righty. We'll did see. you find that song, by the way, the SpongeBob song? Yeah, yeah she did. She put it in. Uh, it's in the vault. Oh, yeah, okay. Vault. So we'll f- yeah. we'll find that on Monday. Did you hear the Keenan Mitchell story about him and and Kel? They got tickets to go to the Super Bowl when they were doing Good Burger, home <laughs> of the Good Burger, Keenan and Kel show, and they but they sold them. Take a listen. I have never been to the Super Bowl. I got. Tickets to go one time when I was young, and they gave me and Kel, these people gave me and the Kel. I don't want to say who it was, but it rhymes with Schmickelodeon. Um, <laughs> they gave us tickets to the Super Bowl, and we were living in L.A., and it was in San Diego, that Super Bowl. And um, they sent us down in this limousine or whatever, but my debit card game and my money was funny. So I didn't have any money on me at the time. I was just young, and I didn't know how to, like, juggle my finances or whatever. Yeah. And... Uh, it didn't make any sense to me to go to the Super Bowl with no money and not be able to buy anything or whatever. So all these people were at the exit ramp selling tickets, and they were like, hey, y'all got some tickets? And I was like, no, I mean, how much would you give us for a ticket? He was like, 2500 I was like, what? I was like, hey, Kel, you want to make some super bread right now? <laughs> yeah. And we sold our tickets and went to Chili's and balled out. So that's <laughs> Keenan Thompson, and it's <laughs> Kel, right? Yes. Yeah. Right, so that's I had it wrong in my life. Isn't that funny? It's so had funny. Super Bowl tickets, and they sold them right there. Would you sell some if you had them? If I had them, um, no, I'd probably find it, a way to go. Was that tempting? Like someone says, "I'll pay twenty grand for those tickets." Ah, twenty here. grand. They're all yours. <laughs> Take them. I'll go home, sit on the couch, and watch the game. Right. Have a good time. Twenty grand, yeah, for sure. Let's what see what crazy? the going rate's going on right now on StubHub. Twenty five hundred, like two thousand. The cheapest, cheapest tickets are what twenty five hundred. Probably. Let's see. Go on I mean, right three, now. Three thousand. Super Bowl. But tickets. your tickets include a pregame party. Ooh. I, I, to be honest, I probably would sell mine. So, oh, yeah. Um, sorting from lowest to highest, the lowest ticket in the deep corner. It's got to be two grand. Is uh, going for twenty two. Yeah. Twenty two seventy four. Mm. Now, if I sort it the other way, 
most expensive. most expensive ticket is $27,000. Where is that? That is right there. That's that your, is, uh, behind you're the standing Patriot behind sideline. Tom Brady on the field. Behind the Patriots sideline on right. about the 30-yard line. 25-yard line. You know, you know who buys those tickets? Those are big companies that yes. are using it to entertain clients. Correct. You know, those are the people who buy those that's tickets. That's exactly right. Because yeah, exactly. if, if an individual does that, they're insane. Well, I, not unless you're really rich. Yeah. I not unless you can now. find that 27000 in your couch. How about your Tommy boy there? He would he's, never spend that on a ticket to a Super Bowl in really? a billion years. But he's a Rams fan. He's so a huge he Rams fan. I'm surprised right, you're not going to be right, at the Super Bowl. Right How is he not butt. at the game? Is He doesn't want to go? Nope. The That's team strange. he loved? Nope. And he could afford it. He yeah. does not want to go to Atlanta. Um, nope. By the way, today uh, was Working Naked Day, and thank you for not celebrating that. Oh, well, hold on. We still have time. <laughs> <laughs> You remember we were talking the other day on another subject uh, because your boyfriend's a Broadway uh, investor? Yes. Yes. Uh, he calls it a producer. Um, anybody with money is a producer. You know what they say. Yeah, they just had a 6.6 earthquake in Mexico. Uh, the border of Guatemala. Oh, yeah. Border of Guatemala. That's not good. Did you know there are 30 active volcanoes in Guatemala? No. Just in that little country? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we're talking about the new Alanis Morissette musical based on the album Jagged Little Pill. It's called Jagged Little Pill, I think. Which is called Jagged Little Pill, and it's coming to Broadway. So, so I said, I mentioned, you know, I had a friend who was mortgage broker, Wayne Repich, who wound up meeting this producer named Vivek Tiwari. And and he hooked me up with this guy on a phone call because Vivek has a script for a movie called The Fifth Beetle about Brian Epstein. Wait, spell his name. I'm going to uh, text Tom. Right? V-I-V. Hold on, hold on. Let me get to, okay. to Thomas's. So anyway, he also is a Broadway producer, and he produced the American Idiot Show, the Green Day um, mm-hmm. musical on Broadway. Okay, so I, spell his name. V-I-V. E K Vivek V I V E K Tiwari T I T I W A R Y. So I emailed him and I said, uh, "Hey, dude, I see you're doing this jagged lapel. We'd love to help you publicize it when the time is right." And blah blah blah. And he emailed back and he says, uh, "Thanks. It's an exciting time indeed, and we'll take you up on that offer of support. Much love. Stay in touch, Vivek." So. I, you know, I think we should do something with this musical when it comes out. I mean, obviously, it's gonna it's gonna come to L.A. at some point. But we should go back to New. York. We should take some listeners back in New York to see this. That was a such a huge album in the '90s. Yeah, you know, that really showed a, a lot of guys away. how pissed off women are. It'd be a great flyaway oh, for a, a flight 101 to New York to yep. see. That'd be a great one, accompanied by the morning show. <laughs> of course, yeah. come on, Lisa. <laughs> You're never thinking, thinking, thinking. I get excited, but I'm gonna be here. <laughs> Well, that's true. You will be running the board. I'll be right here. I text the Greek. We'll see if he knows him. He must. They're both producing. Oh, he must know Well, Thomas is producing that play, too. Yeah, so, well, he's got to know Vivek. I imagine. Vivek's the man. (laughs) So, Monday, My Music Monday. And I, you know, somebody had a great uh, question the other day on Twitter that I thought we might rip off. And the question was, which song has the greatest opening line, like the first lyric of the song? Mama. Right? <laughs> Just killed a man. I mean, that's a damn good opening line. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a grabber right there. Well, hello. You're listening like, what? You just did what? How about Pink Floyd? We don't need no education. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So we might try it. Everybody dance now. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's right. a good one. So good opening lines. Good. Good. That's Great solved. Idea. All right. Monday, we celebrate the Rams' victory. Please, God. Yes. And, <laughs> and it's going to be My Music Monday. We'll see you then. <laughs>